tell me if this sounds like you. Ditching the rat race for financial freedom is your rally cry. Shaking off the hustle and grind mentality for time freedom makes you want to do a little dance. Creating a life where your money makes more money for you, now that's your jam. Why figure all of this out? More time with loved ones and the ability to make a meaningful difference in your world. Now that's what drives you. My name is Jenny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What's up, Podcast Nation? Jenny Townsend here, and I'm so excited that you're here. Now, I want to dive right into this because I feel like if you were at all entertaining the idea of having an Airbnb listing, of becoming a host, um, I'm sure the question at the very top of your mind that is probably just consuming your mind is, can I have an Airbnb that's profitable in the age of COVID, in the middle of a pandemic? So... That's a fantastic question, and I respect that. That's you being a savvy business owner right there. So let's take a step back and actually see the bigger picture. Okay, so an economy is what allows us to have something that's profitable, right? Now, what is an economy? An economy is simply a group of behaviors. Now, when behaviors change, so does the economy And then if you think about it, what are people's behaviors based on? And it's their comfort level. So if people are comfortable staying at an Airbnb, even during a pandemic, they'll go. But if they're not comfortable, they won't. Interesting, huh? So people just want to feel comfortable in their decisions, that they're, people don't like to feel like they're idiots, right? Or that they're making foolish decisions, Um, but it's all about helping people feel comfortable in their decisions. That is at the basis of an economy. So how do we help people feel comfortable in their decisions? Now, it makes me think of a story. Well, I mean, this really did happen, but like of way back, about 100 years, when buildings started having elevators in them. And at first, people were not comfortable using elevators. It felt very out of control, and rightfully so. Technically, they weren't in control. They were used to the stairs. It's what they were used to. It was the behavior that they were comfortable with. And then when buildings started bringing in an elevator attendant to open the door, to close the door, to push the buttons, and so on, that's when people started feeling comfortable and made the decision, had the behavior of taking the elevator more. And it was... It was until, I mean, there are still some places, obviously, that have um, elevator attendants, and that is obviously for the the feeling of luxury at this point. But once people in mass started feeling more comfortable with the idea of being in an elevator, the behavior of using an elevator, elevator attendants were no longer necessary. But it took it took that that addition to the experience to make people feel comfortable using elevators. Okay. I hope you can see where I'm going with this, but let's think about it. What is the elevator attendant that we could bring into our own Airbnbs that would help them, give them the best chance of being profitable? And we can actually see that taking place across the country and around the world. I really do think it is cleanliness. (laughs) And I know that sounds so basic. And I really do hope that everyone who has an Airbnb listing has always maintained high cleaning standards. But I think obviously in this time, 
I think in this moment, cleanliness is the elevator attendant. And Airbnb has created a new designation called Enhanced Clean. It is, as the name sounds, an enhanced cleaning protocol. And if a host agrees to this, it is mentioned at the top of their listing. And, they, you know, it's, it's a very strict, very standardized cleaning protocol. That's, that's, it's possible. It's not out of the realm of possibility to achieve. It's just you're stating, obviously, your commitment to high level of sanitation, like sanitizing um, and being extremely clean. And if you don't agree to this, um, what's interesting is, and I to- it totally makes sense to me, but Airbnb will block off the next, um, it's either 48 or 72 hours sometimes, it depends between the two, after a guest checks out that you can't book people within that time unless you've done the enhanced clean. So, I mean, I think in my mind, that makes me feel more comfortable engaging with an Airbnb, engaging with a um, a furnished rental. How about you? Right? Okay. So now that we kind of got that, like, just let that percolate in your mind, right? Like, would cleanliness change your behavior, which would therefore change the economy of short-term rentals? Now, let's take a look at some interesting insights I found around Airbnb this year. As you might imagine, the less urban, less densely populated bookings are way up. So if people are out in the outskirts of suburbs or if they're more rural, that is its own form of social distancing, right? So we can it makes sense that those are the listings that have experienced much more um, higher booking rates this year. And what I think is interesting too is Airbnb bookings have outpaced the hotel industry in 27 different markets this year. Fascinating, right? It's an AirDNA report, which I can link to. I believe you need to buy a membership actually to view the whole thing, but that's that's the gist of it, right? Airbnb bookings have outpaced the hotel industry this year, which says something I think to people's comfort level is just being in smaller places right now. Here's something that I think is wildly interesting. The average daily rate in July of 2020 the rates in 2020 were higher than the rates in July of 2019. So it was $329 a night average versus $300 respectively. Interesting, right? Now, here's also something that I think is, let's go back to like talking about the economy, how economy is just a a group of behaviors. There is this, um, I don't know if it, be considered mainstream, but it's a trend that we've seen a lot this year is traveling turn nomad. (laughs) So because people have been working remotely, because schools have been remote, there's kind of not been this need to be at home. So if people are getting stir crazy, they just want to change a pace, renting another house, however close or far away, um, just as a change of scenery has definitely it's had its moment this year isn't that interesting um and i think especially as a lot of schools continue to have some kind of element of being virtual i could see this obviously with families of school-aged children this could still be uh, a trend that we see in the near future And something that I think is very interesting, too, is the average length of stays has increased. And I think this traveling turn nomad theme, 
even if it's not for months at a time or a month at a time, has had an effect on the the overall average length of stays. It went from three point something, it actually crossed over to four nights um, over the summer. I think that's fascinating to me. Now, obviously, as you might imagine, I'm not trying to paint the picture that it's been all sunshine and roses for Airbnb this year and the whole obviously like vacation rental industry, right? Um, so, I mean, Airbnb had, they pulled the plug on a couple of new offerings they were planning to pursue um, in the entertainment kind of space and their more experiences they transition to having online experiences which I mean they do like, internal representatives say it's been a success uh, but they also laid off 25% of their employees this spring um, which I mean that's you know I, what do you say after that statement right but interestingly enough um, despite technically being in the travel industry, they're planning to go public shortly. Um, so even though their valuation, I want to say went from 31 billion before all of this to 18 billion was the last I saw. So, I mean, I, I do think it's very interesting. Um, I always like to see when, when companies go public, like what's the thought process, how is the market going to take this and how's the market going to accept it? Like what? Yeah. So I just, I think it's so fascinating and I will continue to watch as, as this goes forward. So obviously with any venture, there's going to be risk period, but as a savvy business owner, and I would definitely ask you to consider taking that mental approach. If you, even if you, I'm air quoting just plan on renting out a room in your home, always look for ways to mitigate risk, right? And do whatever you can to stack the odds in your favor. So those are, you know, protect the downside, look to maximize the upside, right? That's, it's up and to the right. <laughs> um, and I'll definitely be, be breaking down more of what the, like those specifically can be. Um, the factors to mitigate the risk as well as to stack the odds in your favor. That That's a little bit of foreshadowing of episodes to come. But bottom line, is it possible to host a profitable Airbnb in the age of COVID? And the answer is yes, it is absolutely possible. So I have, um, in preparing for this episode and, um, and all of that, I, I came across several great articles, which I will list for you in the show notes. And you can also go over to JeannieTownsend.com slash podcast. And if you'd prefer to be on a browser to go through those articles, so, um, yeah, and I'll continue to add, by the way, even though this will be posted on December 1st, I will continue to, as I find articles that inform this topic, I will continue to link them there now. And if you are specifically curious, so you're like, okay, great. All we need is an elevator attendant to kind of get through this season. Right. And that's enhanced clean, I believe at least. And being in a less dense area, I also think is critically important to success with Airbnb right now. But if you're curious to see how much you could potentially earn with an Airbnb in your area or in any other area, frankly, I can send you a free and pretty dang powerful tool to help you estimate. I have done some pretty robust and manual estimations before in calculating potentials with Airbnb. And I found that this tool is always within about 3% of my own estimations. Um, so I, it's, I have no ownership of or affiliation, whatever, but I think it's an incredibly useful tool if you're looking at all 
into this space. So if you want to claim access to that free tool, come on over to JennyTownsend.com rental, and then I will send you the link and we can go ahead and get started. All right. Well, thank you so much again for joining me on this short, but I hope helpful episode. And until next time, continue to be up and to the right.